Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, you know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> the, the people next door, in the house next door, they, they party. They party like at least five times a week. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, Damn. It's just usually not this early. I feel like, I mean, and it's not early, early. It's like 9.30. Right. But right now they just started blasting We Are the Champions. They're like prepping for the party. <laughs> They're like, we're about to get wasted. <laughs> they have a very, um, they have like a very interesting playlist. Like I hear their music all the time. Yeah. Like one time, and I don't, I still haven't figured out like, what the crowd is that lives there. Because one time all I heard was like four drunk women singing message in a bottle. (laughs) That's, I mean, how do you go from that to we are the champions? I I don't know. I don't know. Look, respect. They like to party. They're having fun. That's Um, great. Yeah. So welcome to the show. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Let's talk about some news stories that happened this week. This first news story caught my attention because it is something we talked about on Patreon a few days ago. Oh. And that is falling and having it be hilarious. Okay. Now, this is unfortunately, uh, like, you like you got to see this video of this, so I'll try and post a link like okay. on Instagram or something. It says, cyclist's embarrassing selfie fail captured on live TV. So MSNBC was reporting live from Santa Monica and there was a woman on a bicycle riding in the background and she extends her arm to take a selfie of herself Mm. on her bike. Look, I've done that before. That's an advanced move. Yeah. Even I don't do that. It's it's hard. Look, you are not going to get any sympathy if you're taking a selfie when you fall. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of like a way to make it less sympathetic. She eats shit in the middle of this news broadcast Oof. that's going on. It's pretty funny. She's not doesn't look like she's really hurt or anything. She's it's like a beach cruiser, so she's not clipped in. Yeah, uh, it definitely could have been a lot worse, but it is a very comical. Ooh, I can't wait to see it. Fall here, I'll play it for you. Okay, I played the video for Desi. Yeah, I mean that's one of my favorite things is when someone eats shit incredibly slowly because you know they're in their head they're like can I still stop this right because <laughs> it seems slow enough that maybe you can grasp things no but once you lose your balance it's all over yeah now I almost ate shit today and I once I talk about how much I enjoy people eating shit for a week after that <laughs> I feel intensely scared that I will eat shit as some kind of karmic payback so did you today I did not eat shit but I almost ate shit and it would have been, I don't even remember what exactly happened. Like, I don't know if I, something actually happened or I was worried with each shit just because I was walking to my car parked on a busy street, Los Feliz Boulevard. The cars were all lined up and stopped at a red light as mm. I was getting into my car. And I, was, and I think I almost tripped or something. And I was like, if I ate shit, all these cars would see me and I'd have to laugh because I just talked about how much I enjoy watching. Like, I was like, this would be too karmic. Like, but I did not eat shit, but I had a panic that I was almost going to for some reason. The other thing that's in the same vein is when you, have you ever like walked into a branch? Oh yeah. In front of people? I've almost walked into a lot of things. Yeah. Because I'm not paying attention or I'm looking at my phone for a second. Well, you're always worried that some older person from their car is going to be like, because all the kids are on their phones. Yes. And the thing to know 
first of all, I can't believe I don't eat shit more. The sidewalks in LA are very uh, uneven right. because of earthquakes and whatnot and tree roots. And like, because where's our tax dollars going? Not to no. fix the roads. <laughs> so they're very uneven. I tend to shuffle a little bit when I walk. I'm not always picking my fucking feet up. Like So I always bump and trip on sidewalks if I'm not fucking 100% focused on walking. Right. And I have like, I had had a bad car accident where I had knee surgery. So I have like a knee that tends to buckle and in those situations, like going downhill or whatever. Can and you be wear really, clogs a lot. Yeah. So it's like, I'm, I'm fucking, you know, like what's it called? I'm tempting fate <laughs> <laughs> daily. I'm an asshole who laughs at people and they fall. I myself have a tendency to fall. <laughs> and you're often carrying something which would be very comical if it flew in the air. Oh, yeah. Like a box of cheese. One time I was carrying a watermelon and I was 100% <laughs> convinced that I was going to fall and the watermelon was going to go flying. Like I often think like I don't want to like... Like I, I think I think so much of the most embarrassing thing that could happen to me or the most embarrassing way to die. So if ever I'm in a situation, I'm like, well, now would be the perfect embarrassing way to die, holding a watermelon across <laughs> in the street. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just always thinking of those options in my life. Yeah. And hoping it doesn't happen. Or choking on a corn dog. Absolutely. That could happen to me. Oh, I can't believe I haven't choked on food yet. I, there's been so many times I'm like, remember to chew better next time. <laughs> I've, said, I've given myself that warning numerous times. Oh. Well, speaking of food, big news out of Taco Bell. Ooh. The naked chicken chalupa is back. Oh, which one is that? This is a chalupa, but instead of the fried pita shell that you get, it's a fried hunk of chicken it's a chicken breast i've had this you've had this yeah it says it's controversial is it because it's like chicken inside a piece of fried chicken (laughs) (laughs) it's not it looks like it's okay let's see this is from inside business insider taco bell is bringing back the naked chicken chalupa on may 20th so when this episode comes out you guys can pick it up the chain's latest, latest offering in the slate of chicken sandwiches. The item consisting of a crunchy fried chicken shell wrapped around lettuce, tomatoes, cheese, and avocado ranch sauce was first introduced as a limited-time menu offering in 2017 after years of testing. What were they testing? I don't know. That first launch was such a hit that Taco Bell brought it back next year and launched several other fried chicken products. Uh, in a 2018 taste test, Insider called it the chain's most controversial chalupa ever. Taco Bell menu items usually use ground beef or beans as protein, but it hasn't shied away from testing chicken dishes. There was the crispy chicken chick, chick star in 2015, followed by naked chicken chips and crispy chicken quesadilla following the unorthodox chalupa. Most recently, Taco Bell released the crispy chicken sandwich taco. I think we talked about that on the show. What, what was the crispy chicken sandwich taco? I'm going to click on that right now. Um, oh, wait, we didn't talk about this. This looks good. Okay, tell me what it is. So this is like a bun in the shape of a taco, like a taco shell, and there's a hunk of fried chicken inside with some sort of creamy sauce. Okay, we did talk about this. This looks good. I would eat this. We talked about this because I think it was an episode that I did. I think you're right. Because I saw that. I, I, that that image is burned in my brain because it's like a squishy bun shaped like a taco. <laughs> I very, like all of it's coming back to me, like uh, exactly what we said. Um, no, I think I had this chalupa because the thing I remember that I had, the chicken was the bun or the outside part and then it had stuff inside of it. I imagine to eat that, you got to use the paper. Yes. And I, I think I tried it because Nick Weiger had said it was amazing. And he's like a friend of ours who loves fast food. He's on the Doughboys. So I trusted his opinion and I actually went to Taco Bell or I pulled in one, you know, when you get weak, and you're like, a Taco Bell's there. I can try that thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I've, I pulled in when I was like, I'm going to just fucking try it. I didn't, it wasn't bad, but sometimes, you know, when chicken is like thin, 
because this chicken is pretty thin the way they slice it, it tasted a little rubbery to me. Yeah. Like it wasn't gross, but it was like, eh, it's not as good as a juicy fried chicken breast. They should take some pointers from Popeye's. Yes. Because that's the best fast food chicken sandwich. Do you know what I heard? The I heard that the Burger King one is as good. That's a that's a news story too. I mean that's oh. like, I, <laughs> you have it? <laughs> I don't I mean I read it today. Right. But, I I'm curious because I do think the Popeye's one is excellent, but I don't know. Maybe maybe the Burger King one is good. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these stories that I've read today about the new Burger King chicken sandwich and the Taco Bell naked chicken chalupa coming back is that there are like these chicken sandwich wars between all the fast food places. Look, we're all going to... The one war we will all win from. Right. We <laughs> all benefit. Look, I want everyone to make the best chicken fried chicken sandwich. Yeah, have They're at great. it. I have at it. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I'm willing... I, I don't know if I'm going to try this chicken chalupa thing, but I will try that uh, chicken in a bun taco. Oh, yeah. That, that looks good. That looks good. So... If you if you like the naked chicken chalupa, let us know. Yeah. Here's an interesting story out of Newsweek. Social media believes house is haunted after a woman finds strange drawing behind cabinets. That's always something I I'm interested in as someone who lives in a house or an apartment and they make a discovery long after they've lived there. Yeah. Like of something weird yeah. that they've never seen before. Like, oh, I didn't know that there was a secret room back here. Yeah, that's really weird. Uh, one couple got more than they bargained for while searching the corners of their home for their missing cat. While searching the kitchen for her pet, TikTok user Angelica, username AnxiousWeenie60, came across a bizarre drawing tucked into a tiny hole underneath the cabinet. Secured to the cabinet inside the hole was a piece of paper featuring a drawing that resembles etchings on a cave or the symbols out of the Blair Witch. What does this mean? Is my apartment cursed? Angelica captioned the video. More than 10 million viewers have since watched the clip. Then she said, so me and my boyfriend got a new kitty recently uh, and she was hiding. So we were trying to find out where she was and we tried looking behind the couch and we couldn't find her anywhere. And then we looked in the kitchen and we see that there's a hole here. She says, pointing to the camera at a square cutout beneath her cupboard. And let me show you wh- what we found. And then she shows this picture. I looked at it. It kind of looks like kids, like a kid abstract drawing right. to me. But people were like, oh, your house is fucking cursed. I mean, this seems pretty innocuous. And you know me, I'm always willing to give ghost ciders the benefit of the doubt. I'm a big believer in this. Uh, I I don't know. I haven't watched the TikTok video. I've just seen still images from it. I have to admit, the the minute I heard it was a TikToker, I dropped out. Right. Well, TikTok's like like a whole... I don't know if that's true. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Look, TikTok's a whole other world over there. Yeah, and people do things to get attention. Too. Yeah, how do we I know mean, she didn't draw this? Uh, I saw a video. I follow a lot of like home remodeling accounts or before and after, and someone it was like a picture of a woman remodeling her kitchen cabinets and putting fake skull and bones inside and closing it up so that someone would one day find them if they remodeled the kitchen. Oh, I saw that too. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Well, first of all, they looked really fake. Yes. If you're going to do that, go whole hog and use real bones, right? Absolutely. Even if it's animal bones Because that's only going to scare someone for like two seconds until they realize that it's plastic. Yes. Then they'll be like, oh, someone did this. If you want to do a good long con prank on somebody, I think you have to go uh, for authenticity. Absolutely. Can you buy human bones legally? <laughs> I don't I'm know. serious. I really don't know. I don't like know. Like maybe if they're, because I, I follow a weird um, antique account and they sell things like a lot of medical antiques, like teeth sets and bones and like um, funeral stuff, like embalming fluid from like the 1800, like old stuff. Yeah. And I think they have sold skulls and bones. I don't know if they're real, but they look very real. So maybe right. maybe get something like that, even if it's not 100% authentic, something that looks very authentic, uh, not from a Halloween store. 
Or any kind of bone that you wonder at first. You're like, is that an animal bone or a human bone? Right. These people aren't going to get them tested necessarily. Yeah. I mean, it'd still be a creepy find. Absolutely. And make you... Th- I mean, that, that's got to suck. You buy a house and then you find something gross in the house that scares yeah. you after you've already bought it. Oh, totally. Yeah. I'd have to sell the house. Depends what it is. <laughs> <laughs> if you found a pile of bones in a house that you had just purchased... I mean, if it was a really old house and maybe it was just someone who died there. But, but, what, but what does that say about who lived there that they didn't move the bones? Look, I need to hear the story. Have they you might se- have a good explanation. This is the plot <laughs> of Poltergeist. Yeah, like if it was over in uh, you know, burial ground, that would be bad. Right, right. But what if it was just some old woman who died in her house and somehow got in the walls? <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Look, there could be a good explanation. I'd like to hear that. Me too. Okay, our next story, another TikTok story. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. This is for our Zoomer listeners. <laughs> okay. I'm dying to know exactly what percentage of our listeners are Zoomers. I don't know. What's Zoom? Was that up to like 25 or something? I don't know what year. I feel like I feel Zoomers like young, are younger. born in like 99 and after. Okay, so they're like 20s. We might have a few Zoomers. So we're catering to Zooms. Do. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, this is out of Insider. A woman says she hired a fake groom and had a wedding photo shoot to get back at her ex after a breakup. Well, that sounds crazy. I I agree. (laughs) This is a very elaborate uh, hoax, prank, whatever you want to call it. I do believe that this was for the TikTok views. It sounds like it. Uh, This woman... One of the late, it says one of the latest TikTok trends centers around reactions to breakups. See, this is why I could never get on TikTok, regardless of the fact that I'm a millennial and I'm clearly too old for it. There's like, this is like a whole other, like, there's like a whole other, like, literacy I would have to get familiar with. Right. Like the videos that are like where it's a reaction and then another person adds another reaction and then another person and you see all the different ones. Have you seen those? I don't even see. I don't even know what you're talking about. I've seen those and I'm like, how do you even think of these? <laughs> like TikTok has like trends and like challenges. Right. Right. Like, right. right. I, I don't have time to learn a TikTok dance. No, I don't have a time for any dance. And like they'll, they'll videos where it's like, they're doing the same dance and using the same music clip, but it's like a TikTok specific music clip where yes. it's like uh, maybe samples something else, but is by a different artist. And like everyone has to tag on yeah. the song. Look, so, I don't yeah. know. I'm squeezed. no, I've seen a few of them. I follow three accounts, a smoothie place, <laughs> <laughs> a, friend, a friend of mine who I'm trying to support because uh, he's an old TikToker and he always gets in trouble yeah. on there. Uh, so that's like fine. And then the other thing is this, our friend Andy sent me a clip of this um, rock and roller singing Rider, Riders on the Storm by The Doors. Oh my so God. So I follow him. His name is Sam Tar. <laughs> I remember that when he posted those videos. And he has other clips that he sings, but he's very serious musician. He has very long brown hair. He's like from the 70s. And he's older. No, he's young, but he looks like he's from the 70s. Oh. I mean, I, I mean, he's not like 17. He's like 30, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. He's not old. He's not like older. So he's a millennial who figured out TikTok. He's a millennial who figured out how to show his music on TikTok because he is a musician. Right. And that's what he wants to do. I follow three accounts also, and I don't ever go on TikTok, but I follow... The intermittent fasting guy. You still follow him? Oh, yeah. Okay, there's this guy on TikTok. He's like really famous on TikTok. He has a ton of followers and he's an intermittent faster. And he just posts videos to the Super Mario Brothers theme of him eat what he eats during like his two hour period of the day that he eats. And it is mesmerizing. Yeah. He's like 16 cans of tuna, a whole chicken. Right. I, the funny thing with Sam Tar. Is like it was a thing with me and Andy. We were laughing at his writers on the storm, just because we're kind of like, who still likes writers? <laughs> like it's such a like throwback song to be doing, and he was so serious. And then one day I was like, what was the name of that guy who did writers on the storm? Because I didn't save the link or follow him yet, and w- neither one of us could remember his name or find the videos. 
And I was like literally devastated because I was like, I really had a Jones in to watch writers on the store. And then Andy, like two weeks later, he's like, I have a gift for you. He had found Sam Tar. Like, he must have. <laughs> he's like, I can't stop looking until I find. I couldn't stop looking until I oh found my him. God. So I was like so happy. Uh, but yeah, I should follow some more accounts, but I just don't think of it. I follow a fat cat. Oh, I don't see, remember. Once I go down a cat rabbit hole, uh, yeah. I'm following I follow a, a very obese cat, and then I follow my brother, who is a zoomer. Yes, he's seventeen. Yeah, so he's like totally fluent in TikTok. Okay. Um, and that's it. Yeah. I don't make TikTok videos. I, you know what? My hats are off to all Gen Z because like they, I, you know what? They, they are very good at that technology. I dropped out with Snapchat. I was like, I'm not, I don't have time to learn a new thing. No. Yeah. I can't keep up. I can barely do what I'm doing. I never, (laughs) I never did Snapchat. Yeah. That was where I was like, nope. I'm I'm capped. You know what? Twitter takes up all of my time. I was just telling Desi today, why am I still on this website? I fucking hate Twitter. I've been on it for 10 years. Yeah. Um, I'm annoyed every time I log on, yet I do dutifully every single morning. Like I'm reading the paper and I get angry. Yeah. No, I agree. Let's find a new thing. Let's become TikTokers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Grandma. (laughs) So this woman... uh, She, it says, the insider says... One TikToker says she took things even further, pretending to get married for just three months. Oh, just three months after she and her ex parted ways. So she staged a wedding for TikTok to make her ex-boyfriend jealous. Her name is Sarah Villard. She says she faked her own wedding after a breakup. Villard is a 24-year-old student from Germany. In 2019, she and her ex-boyfriend, who she has kept anonymous, broke up. Three months after the breakup, Villard said she decided to try and, quote, get revenge on her ex by making it seem like she got married. She says she bought a wedding dress, hired a fake groom, and had a faux wedding shoot. Here's a picture of the fake bride and groom. Ugh, I'm absolutely disgusted. She's a very beautiful woman. I don't understand. First of all, I I don't understand. Like, you can never guarantee that you're going to make someone jealous, right? Right. (laughs) Because if they don't care, they're not going to care that you're married. The only person you're owning is you. Especially, and and if you're going to do it and make them jealous, they can never know that you did it to make them jealous. Like they can never know because you look like an absolute idiot going to all those lengths to make someone jealous. Like you're the one who is hurt, obviously. This is embarrassing then. Yeah, I find it incredibly embarrassing. I mean, the whole point of revenge is they never see it coming and they never can prove it was you. (laughs) I'm sorry. I think about this a lot. (laughs) Villard had not shared how much money she spent on the fake wedding at the time of... Writing, She said she posted photos of the fake wedding to social media to get her ex's attention after the shoot, and it worked. He found out through Instagram and texted me the next day and freaked out because he thought I was cheating on him while we were together. Again, they had just broken up three months prior, and then she took to, I guess, Facebook and Instagram. So she talked about this on TikTok, but this is something that she staged elsewhere. Like, she staged it for Instagram. I see. But then she like told TikTok. It like, looks like she spent a lot of money because the pictures are nice. It looks like a professional wedding shoot. Yeah, yeah. Um, she said she was not cheating on him. And then she said, but he came to my house and wanted to talk to me afterward. I wasn't interested. Villard said she later removed her ex's presence from her social media as well as traces of the photo shoot. I blocked him everywhere and set my profile to private and removed the pictures. Today, Villard... Today, Villard says she is single. I'm happy to be able to focus on myself, she told Jam Press. Um, this Her TikTok video telling her followers about this fake wedding she staged has 2 million views. I'm sure it has more now that it's been posted in the news. This was not the only outlet I saw this story in. Right. I mean, if he didn't know before, now he knows, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad she's going to spend more time working on herself. <laughs> I, I am too. Because I think she needs to. Uh, she definitely had a lot of mixed reactions. One person said, this is a level of dedication. This level of dedication is either completely psychotic or absolutely genius. I don't think it's genius. It's not genius. Any of us could do this. Like, if yeah. we wanted to. Uh, so, 
but again, yeah, she, you know what? Maybe she'll parlay this into a TikTok career. So who knows? I had the oldest moment ever this week because there is a TikToker named Addison Ray. Have yeah. you heard of her? Yes. I mean, she's like very famous TikToker. And there was like a headline about Addison Ray and her career. And I literally said out loud, they don't make stars like they used to. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally said that out loud like a cliche yeah. saying, but that's really how I, I was like, you used to have to like do things like to become famous and a star or a celebrity. And it's like, now it's just like these people become famous and like, Everyone's like, how do we monetize this? And it's like, they're not interesting, really. Or do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and you know what I think a lot of it is? It's like, it's clearly, it's not for us. Well, it's not for us, but I don't think it's a sustainable fame. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, this girl got famous and she does her little dances. But are, are people really going to spend a lot of money going to her movies and stuff like that? Do you know what I mean? Like, is it's she- not... Is she also trying to be an actress? I think she's like trying to move into other things now. Right. And I feel like that's where a lot of them flop, right? Like, yeah. It's like people watch them on Instagram or TikTok. I mean, TikTok for free. Right. Uh, yeah. So it's curious to see how that transition goes. I, I think in that case, you just got to like stack your paper. Absolutely. And, and then, I have no problem with them making money. Oh, I just yeah. don't think that that's... You, I don't think I, I don't know that TikTok stardom translates into anything else, right? But we'll see. We'll I see. Guess. Yeah. You know what? We shall see. I think that's all my news stories for this week. I'm gonna. We're gonna come back. I'm gonna read a listener email, and we'll talk about some more stuff. Okay. Okay. Bye. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And we're back. Look, it is extremely hard for me to focus. Okay. During this episode, we're going to power through. But when I tell you that the neighbors are currently blasting <laughs> Jesse's girl <laughs> at a volume that I have never previously heard this loud before. Yeah. <sighs> It's crazy. Their, their playlist is absolutely insane. <laughs> it has been... Okay, I just have to take a sidebar. It has been Hotel California. If we are the champions, Hotel California, Don't Stop Believing, Jump. Jump. Then we had Jukebox Hero, and now it's Jesse's Girl. I remember... Oh, wait, well, I'm sorry. Before Jesse's Girl, we had Summer of 69. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now it's Jesse's Girl. Okay, what... Dad, <laughs> put this playlist together. Cool dad, obviously. <laughs> what cool dad? We, we're trying to figure out what this playlist is called. We've come down to something like 70s, 80s rock monster hits, something like that. You could picture the font, yeah. right? Oh, it's yeah. really bright colors, big. I just can't. You picture this like, like Time Life Presents. Yes. This is, <laughs> this is definitely a Time Life curated playlist. It's crazy. This is, there, this is not anything... Um, there's no risks taken with this playlist. This is very... The police are playing now. No, wait, hold on. What is it? No, it's not no, wait, the police. What is this? Wait, hold on. I don't know what this is. Oh, wait, is. it's like reggae. I thought No, it was... it's not reggae. What is this? Hold on. We need to take a break again. Okay. I can't okay. <laughs> Desi, we're recording. Okay. We just shazammed the song because we... <laughs> Desi said, is that reggae? I said, no, this is not reggae. She shazammed it. <laughs> it's a song by Elton John called Jamaica Jerk Off. I have never... <laughs> I like Elton John. Have you heard of this song? I have never heard of this song in my life. This song seems really inappropriate. <laughs> this is 
bad. Oh my god. Okay, so they've moved on from hits to whatever this, this is. This is a little more obscure. That's a little obscure. So I'm very curious what's going to come next. We should take like we should do a bet of like what's going to play. Yeah. I feel like we're going to hear Whip It soon now. Whip It sounds like a good choice or um maybe something like from the Rolling Stones like Brown Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be even brown sugar. I think they're going to I think it's going to be under pressure. Start me up. Start me up. It could be start me start up. Start me up, but it's like th- a good 80s one. I think it's you're right. I think it'll yeah. be start me up. Okay. Okay, crazy. Well, we'll see. We don't know. We still have more show left to do, so we'll keep, we'll you, keep posted. you posted. I know you're dying to know. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we have a listener email that I wanted to address on the show. This is from Siobhan, and she writes, My name is Siobhan. I'm from Liverpool in the UK, and OMG, I needed to write in to tell you I stan the great mouse detective, too. Ooh. It's from that really dark 80s Disney period that I personally think is super underrated. Black Cauldron is iconic, and the Horn King is probably the most demented Disney baddie. The Horn King? In the Black know? Cauldron. Oh, the Horn... I thought there was a movie called The yeah. Horn King. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's the Horn King? <laughs> I'm wondering if in The Great Mouse Detective, if Rachel remembers the cheese crumpets. Um, Siobhan, of course I remember the cheese crumpets. <laughs> I was obsessed with that scene as a kid and would rewind it over and over again like a little pig baby wishing I could have a delicious cheese-covered crumpet. My mom is a purist and would only ever let us have butter on crumpets because she has control issues. I'd love to know if there's any Disney or animated food that you guys lust over. I feel like the ratatouille from Ratatouille is the obvious one, but for me, it's those crumpets and the peach beer from James and the Giant Peach. Thank you for writing in, Siobhan, because this is a... First of all, yes, the cheese crumpets in Great Mouse Detective, not a traditional English preparation of crumpets, as far as I understand. They're purely a Great Mouse Detective invention, I believe. Yeah. Because they're mice, they eat cheese, right? Absolutely. I've always wanted those cheese crumpets. I love crumpets. I found a website, a blog, a cooking blog, called Wholeheartedly... And this woman has posted a recipe for cheese crumpets inspired by the Great Mouse Detective. Ooh. I, then I started clicking around this woman's blog, and she has recipes. Like, the whole blog is recipes based on Disney I love this foods. kind of thing. This is so right up my alley. I mean, she has... One of the things I clicked on was the turkey leg that Brom, I think his name is, eats in Sword in the Stone. I'm obsessed with huge turkey legs. But you know how they always look so juicy and, and crispy and browned perfectly? Yeah, the yeah. brown color is always perfect. And there's a lot of skin on it? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I, really I got like one that. of those at a run fair before. Oh, uh, when I worked at the Renaissance Fair, I was in turkey leg heaven. Yeah. So I'm going to like totally pour over this website more later. But yes, Siobhan. I think about certain foods from Disney movies literally all the time. And one of them I think about all the time is in Pinocchio. When Pinocchio goes missing, Geppetto has prepared dinner for himself and Pinocchio and Figaro, the cat. Mm. And it is a piece of fish with a, a huge knob of butter melting down the side and there's a lemon wedge and they they got a, he's like we have to wait for Pinocchio to come home before we can eat this and Figaro the cat is like very irritated by that he just wants to eat it I have a picture to show Desi doesn't this fish look good oh yeah I remember that I always wanted this fish the butter pats are so yummy and there's like some olives like yeah. this is a very Italian preparation yeah they they really did some nice details on that fish the I other, like the, the other Disney food. I mean, there's countless. Like, I we could do a whole episode. I know we should do an episode on this because I feel like I have some, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. The other one I thought of off the top of my head was the cake in Sleeping Beauty, the one that they keep changing pink and blue. Oh, it's just a very moist looking cake with a lot of frosting, and it's sort of like towering over. Like it has a lot of tears right. on it. Right. I always wanted that cake. Believe me. I think about not even just animated films. There are f- foods that are right. in movies I think about literally all the time. We should do an episode. 
on this topic. The jambalaya from Mrs. Doubtfire specifically. Oh. I think about that jambalaya probably once a week since 1993. Mm. That sounds good. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, let's, let's work up a list. We'll come up with a list. Maybe we can do um, an episode. Desi, you can come over and we can like cook yeah. some of these foods. Yes. So, yeah. Did you watch anything great this week, Desi? Well, much like you, I am still watching uh, Evil Lives Here episodes, but the one interesting thing I did add to my repertoire, and this is based purely on Mayor of Easttown, because I do like Evan Peters so much on that show, uh, and I had stopped watching the American Horror Story yeah. uh, series by Ryan Murphy. I think I stopped after Coven. So I started watching um, that series, and now I'm watching American Horror Story Freak Show, I think is the one after Coven, and it's fine. I mean, I know why I stopped watching, but I'm still going to watch them all. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I should love this show. I feel like we've discussed this before. I want to love this show more because I feel like it's something that's like, oh, on paper, this sounds exactly like something I'd be interested in. Yeah. But for some reason, it's always like not 100% there for me, but it's still watchable and I have run out of things, so I'm watching it. That's my big exciting thing. Uh, oh, the other thing is though, we have watched a few Evil Lives Here together. Yeah. Which is definitely fun. Yeah. And we want to create... Did we talk about creating our award show for this? We haven't talked about it here. Okay. So we want to create a... Because the acting on this and the reenactments is just the best we've ever seen. Uh, you know what? <laughs> it's surpassed... For me, the, act, the reenactment acting on Evil Lives Here has surpassed I Almost Got Away With It. Yes. Which is... Previously, I, I've stated many times that that reenactment <laughs> acting is the best in the business. Well, we've decided there's a few categories now of reenactment acting. Like there is truly good, but it's still so cheesy. Yeah. It's like they can only do so much, but they really give it their all. I think these actors on Evil Lives Here, they are doing the best they can with the material. They are not phoning it in. No, they're trying to find some gravitas. Yeah. <laughs> like if I was a reenactment actor, this is the show I'd want to get on. Yes. This is definitely like the Oscar level. Yeah quality material. This is the prestige. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then there are just ones that are great because they're so bad. If you're, please, again, I have asked about this before because we heard that the reenactment shows are mostly non-union. Yeah. I'm union actor. So if you're, if the, any of these are union, I'm very interested yeah. in being cast uh, as, as somebody's evil stepmother. I would love to be on one. And so would Desi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That being said, I am also watching Mayor of Easttown still because yeah. that's like the one big show that everyone's watching right now. It's it's so hard. No spoilers at all whatsoever. We're not going to give spoilers on here, but this past week's episode was a doozy. Yes. I definitely was kind of like, it's slow pace at the beginning and then the last few episodes I've been like, ooh, okay. I was like dying for the next week to come. Right. Which is like, I like that feeling, even though it's frustrating. <sighs> yeah, it's hard. Um, the other thing that I started watching is 90 days, a 90 day spinoff called The Single Life. And that's only available on Discovery Plus, which I recently subscribed Ooh. to. It is so fucking good. Okay. This, the first season, it started in March, I believe. So it's like the season or the series premiere. It started this past March and it already ended like it was fast season. Um, but I've only seen like one and a half episodes. It is so fucking good. And they swear on it because it's on discovery plus it's oh. not like on net on TV. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend it. If you like the 90 day universe and you need some really good reality TV stuff, uh, because happily ever after this season, look happily ever after probably widely thought of as like the least exciting, uh, in the 90 day franchise. And that's currently what's airing right now on TLC. Right. So, so you might be bored. So I would watch the single life. I did start watching another season of 90 day fiance. Ooh, which one? <laughs> um, shit. I can't remember if it's four or five. Who's on it. Uh, the couples are, um, fuck. Like, is Anfisa there? No. 
Okay. So maybe it's four. It's probably four. So damn, I'm completely forgetting all the couples. Okay. <laughs> I really am. I only watched a few episodes. Uh, so you don't remember who's on season four? I honestly don't even remember. It might be a season that's not good, right? Because I don't recognize any of the stars that you guys, I see you guys talking about. Yeah. Yet. It's just completely slipping my fucking mind. One's going to Morocco. She's like an, uh, like heavier blonde woman. Is it a spinoff of 90 Days or no, is it straight this 90? this is 90 Day Fiance, the OG right. series. She's going to Morocco to visit her fiance, yeah. the woman. Uh, that doesn't sound familiar. Look, a lot of them have gone to Morocco. <laughs> <laughs> he like tells her to lose weight. Oh, you didn't see why that am one? I not? You know what? I've, I saw season four so long ago. Why is this slipping my mind right so now? So he's like very cut. Like he's like... His his body is like cut muscular. Yeah, he has all these young friends, and she's like her her family is like why would she like the mom actually says, I mean Ashley's a pretty girl, but why would she be interested? Oh in oh 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 yes okay. Uh, Azon, wait hold on. What's his name? Hold on. Nicole and Azen. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, do I know season four? <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Nic- Nicole, who goes to Morocco and won't eat any of the food, and it makes me right. so angry because Moroccan food is some of the best food on the planet. I thought of you when she wouldn't eat it's, stuff. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite foods is Moroccan it's food. It's great. Uh, and she won't eat anything, and she just wants French fries. That's right. And there's this one scene, I don't know if you've gotten there yet, but he wants her to go, they want to go hiking up the dunes in the desert, and she's like, I can't do it. And it's just... It is a mess. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that scene, but she's complained about walking uh, other, pl- other oh, times. Oh, their storyline's great. But who's the other couples? Do you remember? Um, yeah. The other couples. Uh, so this is Jorge and Anfisa. She's the Russian girl and he's the... Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Some of those girls' names all sound the same to me. I don't know why I was confusing this with season five. No, this is a good the, season. Okay. Jorge, the, there's like two Russian girls that I was mixing up. Yeah. Anfisa Allah. and Allah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Matt and Allah, very just whatever couple. Like there isn't... The, the, but the main drama this season, I guess, would be Chantel and Pedro, Nicole and Azan, and Jorge and Anfisa. Oh, and Chantel and Pedro, he's the one where she wasn't... She won't tell her parents that he's... They're, they're engaged. She told her parents, this but, is like my friend. He's, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. an exchange okay, student. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I've only watched one episode because I think... Uh, this, I might have seen two... But these episodes are always really long, so yes. I forget like... No, this is a great season. Oh, good. This is a great season. Okay. okay. I, I don't know why I was confusing this with another one. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> look, 90 Day Fiance Hive, I'm sure you enjoyed that. Uh, <laughs> everyone else, I'm very sorry. Look, I could talk about that show for a long time. Uh, so, yeah, that's all I've been watching. Uh, yeah, that's that's really it for me, too, this week. Uh, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus. Did you... <laughs> Have you seen The Woman in the Window yet? Oh, I did see The Woman in the Window. Wait, sorry. I completely forgot I watched that. I watched that immediately the second I heard about it. I immediately put it on. I watched it like two nights ago, and everyone on Twitter was like bashing it and saying how bad it was. And I'm like watching it, and I'm like, this isn't terrible. Like, what's like, and I'm so easy to please. Like, yes. I'm so easy to please. I really like, look, I love all the actors in it. Like, some of my favorite <laughs> people are in it Gary Oldman, Julianne yeah. Moore, Amy Adams. Right. It's great. Jennifer Jason Lee's in it. Like, yeah. I love all of them. And then in the last 20 minutes, it just goes completely off the rails. And honestly, <laughs> Kind of made me like respect the movie even more because it was just so fucking bonkers. Here's the funny thing about this movie. I'm going to try to say this without giving anything away. I like when I saw the movie, I was like, what is this movie? I haven't heard of it. So I like looked at like IMDb to see who the cast was because like the trailer, it was so fast. I was like, was that Julianne Moore or Amy Adams? Like I couldn't tell. I I was like, oh, they're both in it. And then I looked up the cast list and it, it gives one of the characters names gives away the plot twist. Oh God. Isn't that crazy though? I was like, why would you do that? Like, right. I mean, I'll tell you afterwards. Yeah, no, I know about. what you're talking about. But don't about. look at any uh, tr- cast list, I guess, because people don't consider that you might look at that, I guess, when you're, when something airs on the internet, especially. <laughs> like, yeah. It was so dumb. So I kind of knew going in, but even still, I don't think it was that 
secret. Like it did seem kind of like, okay, something's going on with that whole scene. Well, it's the kind of movie where you know there's going to be a hundred misdirects and yes. red herrings. But I agree. The end was definitely crazy. It, tonally, it was a completely different movie. Yeah. and But honestly, I had fun watching it. It's a perfectly watchable movie. Yeah. Like I wasn't, uh, I didn't think it's a, I didn't think it was a good movie. No. <laughs> but I enjoyed watching it because it was so off the rails and the performances are good. Uh, yeah. It looks good. It's creepy. It does have genuinely creepy moments. Totally. Uh, so I don't know. I just yeah. think Twitter, just like everyone's so negative all the time and so many people on Twitter, like they want every movie to be a certain thing. And I some, don't know what they were expecting. Like, I mean, thrillers and suspense movies are genuinely usually always, there's like very few ones that are excellent. They're always kind of like rip offs and like, do you know what I mean? Like, but if they scare you and make you suspenseful for two hours, then it's done its job. Like, look, I just want to be entertained. Yeah. I have like a low standard for that type of movie yeah. to begin with. Yeah. Uh, Cause usually they're going to make you scared. Which I like that feeling, uh, that kind of scared, suspenseful. It had good atmosphere. Yeah, I felt. it's definitely though the ending is just like. Also, I don't think this gives any way. One of the most unnecessary epilogue codas at the end. Oh of it my god, that it I've was ever, so unnecessary. I couldn't. I was like, you know how you have those in a suspense movie, you and you're so? waiting for another like twist to happen, and it was just nothing. I was like, okay, why did you do this? It was so unnecessary. <laughs> it it should have. It should have ended right before that. There was no reason for it. No. Literally no reason. No reason. So, uh, yeah. But uh, still, we recommend. I re- <laughs> two I, thumbs up. <laughs> do, do you know what? Seriously, if it entertained me, two thumbs up. I don't fucking care. Uh, yeah. That was it, though. That was it. That was I it. For- I completely forgot <laughs> I saw that movie. I'm so glad you did so we could talk about it. <laughs> what did you eat? Okay. Well, I did have some interesting things yesterday because I went to Disneyland and I got all the greatest hits. I got the corn dog from the fire truck cart. I got the Dole Whip float. <laughs> I had a churro. Dude. You know those two foot long churros? Yes. They're good there. You really did have all the greatest hits. You got to have those. I have to have those two. I have to have the corn dog and the Dole Whip. Like that yeah. is like mandatory. Yeah. Or I'm upset. Like I had to have those. I don't think, actually, well, come to think of it, I guess I didn't eat that much. I did have a good dinner item. I didn't eat that much. I had a churro, a corn dog, a gold <laughs> Hey, when you're walking 10 miles, <laughs> that shit burns fast. Uh, oh, I did get my uh, my other mandatory item is the uh, caramel apple mm. at the Main Street candy store. I always get out. those on the way out. Me too. Oh <laughs> get that on the way out. I had to wait on a really long line because everyone's spaced and social distance, so they only let a few people in the store at a time, but I waited on that line because I was like, I am not fucking leaving. My my feet were aching. <laughs> and there's no shuttle to the parking lot. You had to walk. So I knew I had another like fucking two mile walk, <laughs> but I was like, I don't care. Like I need that fucking candy apple. Yeah. Caramel apple, the best caramel apple ever. Yeah. It's great. It's really good. So I got that. Um, and then I did get this average sandwich at the French Quarter restaurant because there's the eating is difficult at this time. Got to do Hungry Bear next. Next time. It, was, it wasn't open. <gasps> I had it on my list. That's my favorite. Of those. I had it on my fucking list <sighs> and it wasn't open. That chicken sandwich is really I good. I had the chicken sandwich with the sweet potato fries. I looked it up. So I was on my list to go there oh. and I was even planning my day around. I was like, well, we need to be around here. <laughs> Look, I take it very seriously. I have a whole fucking schedule of things. What I want to eat. Me too. What rides I need to be near when I'm hungry. (laughs) And you know what? I didn't even go into Star Wars land. They have a whole Star Uh, Wars land. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to go into it, but I did. There was a food item that I, that looked pretty promising there. So I will be visiting it. What was it? It was a um, hot sausage (laughs) sandwich, like on a roll. And it looked really fucking good. I the last time I went to Disneyland was Halloween 2019, and I went with my youngest brother, who's five, and we went to Star Wars Land, and of course he fucking loved it. Was that in existence in 2019? Yeah, it did. Like just, okay, so that was right before quarantine. It was right yeah. before quarantine. It had just opened. Okay. Uh, by that time, we were there later in the day, and I was like already having a Disneyland headache, and I was like, that place is just so like. 
beige. Every, you know, it's like yeah. it's so everything. I didn't so, even go in. Look, it's not for me. Um, but they, I, I think if you love Star Wars, you'll love it because I feel because Disneyland they just do everything so great there. Right. I just want to see it. I mean, for sure, they did a great job. I'm with sure it. it's not something that I'll ever go into after one time, unless that sausage is really good. It was very industrial. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah. No, I'm not like a Star Wars person, but I definitely want to check it out next time, and I want to get that sausage sandwich because I'm. Con- I have to know every food at Star at Disneyland. I do too, and I want to know. I will go to Star Wars if that's the best spicy sausage dog ever. I'll get it. I'll walk into Star Wars fucking land every time on that little uh, passageway between Frontierland and Fantasyland. <laughs> get that fucking sausage because yeah. that sounds like if it's good, I'll be into it. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I got. Um, that was pretty fun. I didn't. Cool. I didn't uh, monitor my calories. On my no, app that fuck day, that. but I walked so much. I was like, I'm no fine. guilt. And even though all of that stuff is um, definitely caloric, I feel like I didn't eat that much. Like I didn't feel like gross. There's no, no. You can't be on a diet at Disneyland. I'm not talking on a diet, but I didn't even feel like oh, like sometimes even when we eat, like yeah. just take out, I'll feel like so stuffed. Yeah, but I feel like it was like a perfect amount, yeah. spaced out perfectly. Yeah. I never felt like, like I was perfectly fine walking my fucking 10 miles. Good for you Uh, guys. It was good. It was fun. And I felt very safe. And everything I told Rachel, Disneyland is on top of it. Yeah. You do not get out of line there. People were getting yelled at all the time for their masks. (laughs) The the rides were yelling shit out. (laughs) (laughs) It was crazy. Uh, I'm going to my first event since you know, a year basically. And I'm going to the Dodgers giants game on Sunday Oh, with my brother, Nick. So I'm very excited about stadium food. Yeah. So you're going to have some good things. I'm going to have foods that I haven't had in well over a year, like since baseball season 2019. Yeah. We had, remember we were going to go opening day, 2020. We had tickets. Desi and I had tickets for opening day at Dodger Stadium in 2020. And that was going to be like the end of March. And then, you know, stuff happened and we couldn't go. I remember we were still kind of like, well, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) There was like a period. Even after the NBA shut down, we were like, well, baseball, it's (laughs) It's different. It's outdoors. Like, I mean, it was just... No, it didn't happen, obviously. It was very devastating. Uh, that was very hard, not having baseball until, like, July. Yeah. And then, like, I couldn't even go to a game. Yeah. Um, so this will be very fun to be able to go to a baseball game again, especially um, to be able to eat a hot dog and have nachos in a hat, which I always get. Yeah. I love the nachos in a hat. Um, maybe we'll get, you know, ice cream with a little wooden stick. You have to get all three things. Yeah. That's usually my go-to. Yeah. Um, I like getting my things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when you go to a place that you have to get those certain foods, it's yeah. so fun. So I'm excited. Like I, I really, I haven't done jack shit in like over a year. No, that was the first thing I did. I know. Yeah. It was so. uh, definitely weird, but I didn't feel bad because I do feel like people are still safe being safe yeah and we're both vaccinated now and so but beyond safe i feel like it makes people feel comfortable and it will be a transition period yeah for a lot of people so yeah that's good for sure in my opinion i mean that's really all i have to say on this episode me too all right we will see you all next week bye bye